What's up, everyone? You are listening to another episode of Mouse Park Insider. Another week has gone by, another week with the parks being closed. My name's Tony, and I'm here with Danny. Hey, guys. How are you doing this week, Danny? I'm okay. It's day 14 for me personally, not leaving the house. So. And you're still loving it. I'm still loving it. I mean, I do wish that the parks were open. That's where I like to spend my Saturdays, but I am enjoying being home, so... Yeah, the weather's been really great out here in Southern California. It's been really nice indoors on my couch. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, with the parks being closed, has there been any uh, new news? There has been a little, not a whole lot of news this week, obviously. Not a lot's going on. Um, it was announced, and you will recall last week, Tony and I were 100% sure this was coming. The parks have announced finally that they are staying closed indefinitely. So we don't have an opening date uh, when to expect either Disney World or Disneyland to reopen for us. But they're just, you know, saying indefinitely we will be closed. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's for the best. Um, we were pretty much guessing this was going to happen. Yeah, we so. were expecting this. So. Yeah. I mean, if they don't give a date, then nobody can be, you know, really disappointed, I guess, when they don't open up by that date. Plus, anybody that might have had a reservation, uh, just kind of, I think, figure at this point, you probably need to cancel it a little bit further out, reschedule it if you can. Yeah, I feel bad for everyone that has their vacation scheduled. Yeah, that's, you know, Disney vacations do take a lot of time to plan, a lot of money to save up. So that is a little unfortunate. Not to mention, um, at least airlines that Tony and I actually had um, trips planned, not for Disney World, but we canceled those trips, obviously, and the airlines aren't refunding the money that we were using, at least, and that was uh, JetBlue and Delta. And I don't think any of them are necessarily refunding the money. Instead, it's like a flight credit, so you can use it towards a future flight. Um, but that, that's kind of annoying too, because what if you're, you're not going to replan that trip or you don't use that flight credit by the time that it's set to expire, or there's just another airline that has a better time frame for what works for your next travel adventure that you would plan. So, I mean, there are people definitely out there that might be out of money completely from what's going on in our country right now and the Disney parks closing. So I feel for those people. It really sucks. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other news? Yeah. So speaking of individuals that are affected by the closures for Disney World, they are actually announced, they've announced, I think yesterday, they announced that anybody that had to cancel their vacation due to the coronavirus, if you rebook that vacation and it's valid for arrivals June 1st to September 30th, you have to book by May 31st, but you get a free dining plan. Um, so I think that's for your entire party. You get free dining plan with your rescheduled trip. So it's not like you didn't have a trip already scheduled and you can go on there and get this. It is an offer simply for those individuals that are affected by the coronavirus and the parks closing. Um, so I think that's actually really cool. That's that's a good amount of money that Disney is giving people that an extra incentive to, hey, reschedule your trip and come see us. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great deal. And that, that's pretty cool that they're doing that, actually. 
And then finally, the only other thing that happened this week that's really worth mentioning. Is it good news? It is finally some good news. Finally. Something to, you know, keep you busy at home. So Disney actually released a virtual viewing of the Magic Happens Parade at Disneyland. Y'all will recall that that just opened up a couple weeks before these closures started. Um, So now you can actually view a Disney... Um, quality video of this parade on YouTube. We have not done it yet. I actually just saw before we started recording that this was done. So this is fresh. Um, So we will probably be doing that tonight. It'll probably be better than my uh, Instagram live video that I filmed. Absolutely. It will. (laughs) Speaking of Instagram, you want uh, me to just go on to the next thing? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, let's just jump right into it. Sure. That's all the news. I mean, really the parks are closed. There's not a lot going on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just jump right into the, uh, other stuff into the other stuff so on instagram we did ask you guys to go ahead and let us know if there's any questions that you want answered this week so i selected a few questions this seems to be a recurring thing that we're doing i kind of like it i like to hear from people see what you guys want to know um and if it's anything really big maybe one day we'll actually um, plan a podcast surrounding it like make it our subject but anyways these are just some quick questions so first up we got danny uh danny with two n's and a y not danny like me um so danny wants to know what's the first disney park outside the u.s that we want to visit okay well we've already been to disney paris we did yeah we did that a few years ago yeah we were on our honeymoon and um you know touring europe and we had to stop at disneyland paris obviously and um so that was our first uh i guess disney park out of the u.s yep um it was actually we went there before we went to disney world yeah yeah disneyland paris was actually our second park we went to yeah um and it was a lot of fun um if i had to pick another park to go to I'm definitely going to go with the Tokyo Disney. Yeah. That would be the next park I want to visit. Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. That would be a fun trip to go on. The attractions are great. The shows are awesome. And uh, I hear the people in Japan are just really friendly. And I hear the cast members go uh, above and beyond out there. I've heard the same thing. Um, There are two things that make me kind of... um, not want to go to Tokyo Disney. Uh, number one, the food. I would not be able to eat anything there. Uh, as you all know, I don't eat meat. I'm super picky on top of it all. So it's like traveling with a very picky kindergartner and what they eat. Okay, maybe I'm not that bad, but sometimes I can't be. Yeah, it's hard enough just going to the U.S. parks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, I'm, I'm very picky. If something has flavor, I don't want it. I don't like it. I don't want spice, nothing. Give her a rice cake, some tortillas, some the, bread. The plainer, the better. Or maybe some avocado in there somehow. But anyway, so the food. I've heard that there's not a whole lot of food options that would be necessarily appealing to me. Um, but I, I also, you've told me that they've added some different kind of vegetarian and vegan options there too, right? Yeah, they've added some stuff. There's also um, like a, I know there's a ramen place outside of there that has vegetarian ramen outside of Tokyo Disney. I have never had ramen. She's very picky, guys. She doesn't enjoy good things in her mouth. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, so so the number two reason why I am a little hesitant to put Tokyo as the next US, um, non-U.S. Disney park that I want to visit, I've heard that there's um, an issue for taller individuals on a lot of their rides. That would screw me over pretty it would, bad. It would screw us both over. I'm six foot, Tony's six three or six four, depending on what time of the day that you're measuring him, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've seen people that are about six foot and they get stopped um, 
to be measured before they actually go on the rides to make sure that it's safe for them to go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a thing. You can be too tall to go on the yeah, that's rides crazy. out there in Tokyo. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, Tokyo, I, I would agree with you, though. Tokyo is the next park that I would really like to see just because I know that it's supposed to be absolutely amazing and all the reasons that you listed also. Um, and I really do look forward to maybe planning another Disneyland Paris trip after like the new Frozen Land and everything is done there. See what it's all about. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Tokyo Disney for sure has our win. Um, Now we have also got another question. This is from Lauren, and she says, if you could have any job at the Disney parks, what would it be? Oh, man. Uh, For me, if I could have any job at the Disney parks, um, I would probably want to do the uh, VIP tours, be a tour guide for Disney. I was going to say the same. Yeah, um, that's just kind of like... A dream job that I think a lot of people have that are, are Disney fans. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say the train. You always talk about the train. I was thinking between the VIP tour or working at Club 33, since that's the Ooh. only way I'll get in. That's true. That's <laughs> so true. But, um, oh yeah, or working the train would be cool too. But I think I'm going to go with the VIP uh, tour guide. I think that's a lot of fun. I would definitely agree with you on that. It's just, I feel like you get to see a different side of Disney um, and know a lot of things about Disney that not just any normal cast member might know or be able to see. So Plus you get to go into Walt's apartment. Yeah. And you get pretty good tips. Well, maybe not from every family, but... You know what would be pretty cool, too, is actually cleaning the park at night when it's closed. That Yeah, like an overnight. And no one's in there. I think that would be a lot of fun, too. I just hate to clean, so. Yeah, no. Probably not. Whatever. I think it would still be fun. It would be. All right, and then final question we've got from Rachel wants to know, what's your favorite Disney snack? My favorite Disney snack is going to be the jalapeno and cheese pretzel. What? It's good. It's not too cheesy. I used to like the cream cheese pretzel, but it's so cheesy now and it's so sweet. It kind of gives me a sick feeling in my stomach. So now I'm really into the jalapeno and cheese. It's not as cheesy and it has a little bit of spice. I'm not a picky eater. Danny is. Yeah, so. I don't like jalapeno. I'm going with the jalapeno cheese pretzel. Um, I, I think I should warn you guys. I've actually never tried it, but I never will. I know that I don't like it. Um, I That's a really hard question for me. I feel like my favorite snack changes every couple months because for a long time it was the cream cheese filled pretzel. Uh, lately, it seems to be I just like the classic Mickey pretzel with the cheese dip. Um, but honestly, I think my favorite snack might actually be at Magic Kingdom, and it's the Nutella waffle. Um, it's got it's a waffle with Nutella and strawberries and bananas, I think, on it, and it is delicious. Yeah, that's really that's good. over in. Um, Magic Kingdom by like the Sleepy Hollow thing yeah. by Liberty Square. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So I think that is my current favorite. Yep. Okay, so that's it. Um, If you guys have any Instagram questions you want to send us, even if it's when we're not asking, feel free to send those our way. I will write them down and make sure that we talk about them on the show. Yeah, always feel free to contact us uh, anyway through email or social media. All right, guys. So for the topic today, we're going to talk about our top five animatronics. Um, As you guys know, animatronics are a big part of all the Disney parks. So this was a kind of a hard list to actually make for me um, and Danny, too. So 
Well, let's talk about it. Our top five favorite Disney uh, animatronics. Okay. Am I supposed to start? Yeah, you can start. This was this was really hard. Tony kind of sprung this on me. Start um, with number five. Obviously, yeah. I know to go five to one. Um, so I'm sitting there kind of just trying to think about it, and I might regret this by tomorrow when I listen to what we recorded. But number five for me is Elsa on Frozen Ever After, specifically the part where she's singing Let It Go to You. Um, I don't know, maybe for me, like the first time going on that ride, I wasn't expecting it to be like so animated, the face and everything. And just like, it just, it looks really cool the way that they did it. So yeah, that's my number five. It's like the newer uh, animatronics they're doing with the yes. actual face on the faces. Like a projection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, and also in that one part that you're talking about, um, where Elsa's singing Let It Go, that's where you go down um, backwards. Backwards. So mm-hmm. it's like a waterfall, but you're going down backwards. So it's a little different than yeah. other Disney rides. Yeah, but and that's my cool. number five. I was actually surprised that I liked the face being projected onto the face. Because, I mean, I with a person, a real human animatronic, it wouldn't work, I don't think. Um, but on a, a cartoon character, it looks good. Yeah, it does. And it's funny, there's actually a YouTube video um, there's an Olaf animatronic on that ride, and like all of his um, his whole face is there, not um, a projector, but his eyes are a projection. So when oh, it doesn't work, he has black eyes, and it looks really creepy. Oh my and gosh. he's singing to you. <laughs> so there you go. My number five pick is the new Kylo Ren animatronic. Oh, that's a good at, um, one. Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Um, I could go on. I like all of them on that ride, the Stormtroopers included. But, um, yeah, I really like the Kylo Ren animatronics. I like the one. um, I like both of them. There's, like, two actual animatronics of him, and they're both really cool and well done. Yeah, I I totally forgot about Rise of the Resistance while I was making this list. Oh, man, I already... See, I'm already, like... (laughs) You can't go back on it. You already made up your decision. All right, pause this. We're going to start over. No. No, we're not. Number four. What's your number four? Okay, my number four is Captain Jack Sparrow on Pirates of the Caribbean. Ooh, good one. Yes. Um, However... Only so you see in Pirates, you see Captain Jack three different times. The first one and the second one are great animatronics. The third one, which is when you're going back up, um, at least on the Disneyland ride, so you're going back up towards like Blue Bayou and the line and everything, and he's right there surrounded by gold. And he found the treasure. That's the worst looking one, and you're so close to him. I don't understand why Disney did that. I think he's really drunk right there. He's celebrating all the Goldie ones. But he's still, it just, it doesn't look quite like Johnny Depp. The first two are amazing. The third one, I remember to this day, the first time I saw it, I was just like, what? (laughs) Like, no. Um, But the first two, Captain Jack Sparrow's for sure. Okay. My number four is good old Abe Lincoln on Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. He looks great. That's one of like the first major animatronics I want to say. Like one of the more popular ones that like they really went into a lot of detail Make to get it. Make it look like an actual person. Yeah, so that's just a historic animatronic and I also love that attraction. You know, whenever my feet hurt, I go sit back, relax. <laughs> or when it's too hot out. <laughs> get some AC. And uh, yeah, I love the Abe Lincoln animatronic. All right. So that is actually my number three. Um, I ranked it. Uh, I was really wrestling with myself with this one, if I should rank it as number one, just because it is so historic. Um, but obviously I didn't because I ranked it number three. But all the reasons that you gave, I mean, it's just, it's such a historic animatronic. Um, and I think that's why I enjoy going 
into great moments with Mr. Lincoln just because it's it's historic. I mean, it's part of Disney history, and so it's very nostalgic for me um, going into that. And yeah, so that's my number three. All right, cool. My number three is DJ Rex. <gasps> he used to be Captain Rex on Star Tours, but... um, I love him. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of the original Star Tours, and when they changed it and um, put C-3PO as your pilot, I was a little bummed out. I was a big uh, Captain Rex fan. Yeah. And when I heard that um, they were going to put him in the Oga's Cantina at Galaxy's Edge, I was so excited. I nearly cried when I found that out. So it's awesome to see him back in the Disney parks. You're able to see him. And uh, he's not a bad DJ either. He plays some okay music. (laughs) Uh, No, Captain Rex is my number two. Um, This one I'm actually shocked I didn't put number one. So Captain Rex is my number two. DJ Rex is something separate. I mean, I guess I'll lump them into the same. He's the same character. He is the same character, but I mean, that original Star Tours, Captain Rex sold it for me. He was everything. I'm surprised I don't have a tattoo of him yet. He was your first Um, husband. He was. He was my first love. I remember when we went to Disney Paris, actually, they still had the original Star Tours that hadn't been updated yet. And I was, oh my gosh, I think I was like crying seeing him and well i think your dreams came true you had captain rex speaking french to you i did it was very romantic um from a droid speaking to like whatever but no captain rex he's definitely my number two um just because he's so lovable and i mean obviously if you guys listen all the way through in our podcast we've added him at the very end and that was all me i mean the rest of it it was all tony's idea but captain rex at the end that was my idea because i love that little man um so he is my number two all right my number two is the groundskeeper on the haunted mansion oh that's a good one the old man with the uh, starving dog Uh, you know i always get so upset that there's a starving dog with him yeah he's he's also known as the caretaker so groundskeeper caretaker just thought i would in case in case anyone got confused yeah he's the he's the he's the old cold man at the very uh beginning of the graveyard before beginning of the graveyard and uh you know his dog's always starving but he's he's an iconic animatronic you should not see a dog's rib cage he shouldn't be a pet owner no he really shouldn't if you can't you know commit to taking care of this animal and treating it like your own child and feeding it you shouldn't have a dog mister i agree if Peta's listening i uh, got a bone to pick with the groundskeeper Anyway, so yeah, number two for me, the groundskeeper. That's a good one. Okay. And during the at Disneyland when they switched over for um, yes. the holidays, it's actually uh, Jack Skellington. Yes, Zorro. with Zero. Zorro? Did you oh just say God. Zorro? Zero. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Nightmare Before Christmas fan. I'm sorry. He's not. I am. <laughs> Oh my god! I did say Zora zero. It's zero. Zero. Yes. We've been locked up for a while. We guys. have. It's it's. We're it's going not, nuts. It's not getting any better. <laughs> okay, so yeah, zero. And actually, um, that is a huge animatronic when they switch it over for Haunted Mansion Holiday. Mm. He's ginormous, yeah. Jack Skellington. He's a good. He's got to be what, like ten feet tall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's huge. Yeah. And Zero is a relatively good size next to him as well. Yeah, so if you guys um, haven't been to uh, Disneyland during the holidays, go check it out. It is the best. It's fun. It's, I, you know, and I'm such a big Haunted Mansion fan. I know that I'm totally getting off topic here, but I don't care. I'm such a big Haunted Mansion fan, and I also love Nightmare Before Christmas, but 
for them to switch Haunted Mansion over to Nightmare Before Christmas and me to still love that ride and then even kind of question which ride I love more, they do a really good job. Yeah, they do. Anyway, I'm sure that will come in a future episode when it's closer to the holidays. We can talk about all the holiday things at Disney. I can't wait. Hopefully Disney is open by the holidays. Oh, they will be. Okay, yeah. Um, Okay, so number one for our top five animatronics, right? Mm -hmm. All right, number one is the Shaman on Navi River Journey. That was my number one also. I figured it would be, so we can both talk about it. I've been humming the song all day today, so I had a feeling she already knew. You have, and honestly, it almost sounds like you're humming the Nationwide song. (laughs) Yeah, that almost sounds like Nationwide is on your side. (laughs) It's the best animatronic. It's um, at the end of the Navi River journey. Um, And she's huge. Yeah, she's huge. And she moves her arms and legs around and sings to you. I know the ride doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's a really cool <laughs> ride. A lot of people don't like this ride. I think it's beautiful. I love it. I wish yeah. it was longer. It, it should be maybe a little bit longer. It's a small, it's a short boat ride. But it's 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 really cool. It looks cool. Um, but yeah, for some reason, a lot of people kind of... Are, well, maybe because if you compare it to Flight of Passage, and it really depends what you're looking for in a ride too, I think. Um, I, I mean, Flight of Passage is a, a totally different ball game. And it's, you know, maybe, maybe that's why maybe people just kind of compare the two since they both are in the same land and, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not a thrill ride and it it is a long wait. It can get up to about an hour and a half. Well, we always fast pass it. So yeah, noobs. But yeah, so that animatronic is beautiful. I mean, she's huge and her movements are flawless. Um, You don't get that kind of like jittery, like robot type feel from her too much. No. Um, and I think that they just did a really great job with her. I, I, she's just, I love her. She's yeah, I, I know when um when she's not working, there's like a screen that oh, they that show sucks. instead. Yeah, that's it's a bummer, but I get what they have to do. But luckily for us, every time we've gone on it, we haven't experienced Knock that yet. Knock on wood. But um, yeah. So that's our top five animatronics. If you guys uh, agree or disagree, let us know. Yeah. And um, that's going to be it for us this week, guys. It's a short episode. There's not a lot going on. I'm so sorry. And we're kind of losing our minds. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any other suggestions for like a top five that you want to hear from us, go ahead. You know, ahead. Tony loves to make in his list. I love my list. I could even be a top 10. Go for it. Give it to me. <laughs> I love lists. Oh, boy. Getting, getting real big there with 10. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I hope that you guys are all, you know, staying safe, staying sane, staying active as much as you can Um, here in California, at least Southern California, where we live. They actually just shut down all of the hiking trails and everything, too, just because people were really going out in big groups and meeting up with friends and not, you know, practicing the whole social distancing. So we didn't even get to go on a hike this weekend. Luckily we've got, um, a spin bike. So I've been using that every single day to at least just try to get some kind of blood flowing. Um, but I really hope that you guys are just, you know, finding things to occupy your time. Try not to, you know, get in your own head or get upset or depressed about this because it will come to an end. It's just the sooner that, we're all indoors and practicing, you know, these guidelines that are given to us, the sooner we get back out, um, the sooner we can be with our friends, with our family and back at the Disney park. So just hang in there. Let us know if you guys have any questions for us, any topics. Um, and you know, we even want to hear from you. What are your top five animatronics? Let us know. Yeah, guys, stay safe and we will be back next week.
sure to do better next time. It was my first flight, and I'm still getting used to my programming. Hey! Hey!